What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 117. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt, a fellow Sad Patriot fan. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Tough, tough night for the Patriots last night. An embarrassing loss. But you were there. You got to experience football. Yeah, I haven't been to a game since last year. The last game that I went to was that Jets game where we won like 50 to nothing, and it was really fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, Last night, combination of the game and this jackass behind me is probably the worst not football experience, literally the worst sporting event experience I've ever had in my life. So I got that going for me. Yeah, it's uh, going to football games sounds good in theory. Then you go and you have like one bad experience or a few bad experiences. And you're like, yeah, I think I'll just stay home and watch it on a nice TV in my house with the beer in the fridge. Yeah, it's funny you say that because last night might have officially put the nail in the coffin for me. That's how bad yesterday was. And that is not even we've all been to, we've all been to games where your home team loses. It's really not that big of a deal. But man, you get some people at football games that are just jackasses. And I had one last night. So that might be uh, I might be watching the rest of the season from my couch because that seems a lot nicer. I only I only go to Super Bowls. Good for you. Yeah. To mm-hmm. a lot, to my last two football games I've gone to are both Super Bowls. I'm trying to I'm trying to finagle my way into going uh, to Arizona in February with you so we can maybe do a little because uh, oh, yeah. the That's Phoenix good. opens that same week. That's right. So maybe when you're taking a break from covering the Super Bowl, we can get a camera and microphones and just hang out in the arena. Last time, I, last time the Super Bowl was in Arizona and they had the, the Phoenix Open there, I did a shoot with Ricky Fowler at Top Golf, and we did a chipping contest where it was like, you know, hit it to like a 70-point mark or whatever on Top Golf, and I beat him. Uh, not because I hit it flush chip, <laughs> because he flushed his over it, and I thinned mine into it. Love that. Like, That's a win, Ricky. That's a goddamn win. Ricky was like a hundred, like 120 pounds, like five foot seven, just the nicest guy that could have been. But that's my victory. I beat Ricky Fowler. Love that. So yeah, I'd, love so- to, I'd love to have part two of that uh, this February in Arizona. Yeah, it would be so much fun to go to that tournament for a day and just sit in that stadium and just listen to those idiots. Yeah, I think that's become one of like a it's it's grown so much and especially this year because it's going to be one of the elevated events i think that's like a bucket list sporting event item you're like you have to go to the waste management i think and as a golf dork i think i'd rather watch the 17th hole 100 <laughs> like percent it's a be- it's a be- it's one of the best holes that they play all year 17 yeah there's just so much uh, fun to that hole or 16 is just like uh oh can you get it close 140 yard shot with no trouble yeah you know, people forget like- that's a wedge it's not like sawgrass with water. It's like, oh, can you get it there? Yep, they got it there. It's a pretty easy hole. It would be 10 times easier. It would be one of the easiest holes on the golf course if it wasn't surrounded. How many people are there? 30,000? 30, How big 30, is that? 30,000 people? It's crazy. And then you just have the wreckage of people like like just drunk on like on hillsides. And like it looks like a like a British versus uh, American ba- battle. And the, the beer it's, throwing is fun the first time. You can't do it more than once. Yeah, they, they can. They they started doing it all the time last year. It was terrible. So, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell the bosses we want to go to that. Yeah, I'm down. Um, on on happier news, uh, golf has a new. I wouldn't even say new because I think he's I think he's been it since kind of the live thing. But uh, Roy McIlroy, the face of golf, I tweeted it out. I don't know if you agree with that. World I, number I one. I agree with that wholeheartedly, and I'm very happy for you because when we started this podcast together, just about this time last year, maybe a little later. You told me how much of a Rory fan you were, and it was all about Rory letting you down. And now mm-hmm. in the past five, six months, it's all been about Rory just becoming a hero of golf both on and off, and he gets another win. And, uh, you know, you've been there for him through thick and thin. 
Yeah, he was um what so the season before I think what 2019 he won the FedEx Cup. He was the best player and he won the he won what four times that year, three times that year. He's playing some of the best golf his career and then COVID hit. And then when he got back to COVID, he was terrible. He fell all the way down to 16th in the world at one point, I think, almost outside the top 20. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years later, he's back. He's back. And he, just the way he carries himself out there, like he just has that extra like it feeling about him. Like when Tiger had that feeling or like, you know, when, when greats, like when you saw highlights of Arnold Palmer, like he just kind of has that like, He's understanding of who he is, where he is on this level, and uh, he seems very comfortable in it. He's got that. He's got that aura around him that not a lot of guys have. He put he puts asses in seats. Although it did look like there was maybe a hundred people at the CJ Cup. I know that that golf course is in the middle of nowhere, but no one was there. Over there. Nobody was there. No. no one was there. It was a beautiful, beautiful golf course. Uh, from what I saw of it, I didn't watch too much of it because football and stuff going on, and and. You know, I played in a charity tournament, golf tournament on Friday, raised a lot of money for a local charity, just who I am. Ooh, you know? nice. Um, playing the four-man scramble, that was fun. And, you know, the golf I did get to see, I got to see your guy, Rory, just looking like the king. I think he's the new Arnold Palmer. You think so? That's the that's the comparison? He's going to have a new Rory's army. You know, like, he's very easy to like. Like, you can be an everyman. You can be, you know, a very good golfer and love him. Like, everyone can find something that they like in Rory. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, and this yeah. is every like 2019, and when he was winning, it it usually just seemed to come down to like the putter. If the putter got really hot, he would win. How he's playing right now feels a lot more sustainable. Is that the word I'm looking for? Like yeah. his game looks completely tuned in right now. Every aspect of it seems totally in control, which I don't think we've seen from him in a long time. If he ever. has, he, he, if he, if the Masters was this coming week, he would, uh, I, I wouldn't fear him having a Rory meltdown at the Masters. No, 100% not. And I think I already, I bet on him to win the Masters again on Sunday. Again. Again. I'm going all in. <laughs> yeah. What's that like when you put more money into it? You're like, hold on, honey. I got, I'm, I'm so in love with this guy. I've, I've got to put more of my money on this guy. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice if he wins because I'll win a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. You've been hot lately. Your picks didn't pan out last week. Well, I pick I, in my art. I had Rory in my article, dog. Come Lost on, now. a lot of money for my friends. Yeah, whatever. You Rory was in. He's got to read. He, they got it. Your friends got to read my articles on Golf Week because Rory was the first name listed on that on that list. My friend called me last night and asked me for some money. It ran out. It's tough. You put that it all in Sheffler. Thirty to uh, thirty to one. Keegan last week didn't wasn't helpful. <laughs> Uh, you know what I love about Rory too, like the every man type thing is he, uh, that conversation he had about Tom Kim and, um, fast food and how Rory was telling him about Chick-fil-A and how he's got to try Chick-fil-A. And like before, like, what was that? What was he in that when he was talking about Domino's? Was that in the, um, that was in the, uh, match? the Tiger Woods thing when his course opened. Yeah. 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 They were all wearing, yeah, they were Domino's. all wearing mics and he said, he was talking to JT and he goes, if you don't know local places, Domino's great pizza. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, I think Tom Kim, Tom Kim's had Chick-fil-A or something. And then he, Rory said Popeye's is better. Yeah. That's the, oh, that's, that's, right. the that's the bro. That's, right. that's the bro. I tweeted this out too. the bromance between Rory and Tom Kim might be the thing that saves golf. Yeah. And Tom Kim asked him that question and Rory gave the long answer about, you know, what it takes. And I gave him like, just great. Like, and then he, 
he ended it with like a little joke too. Like he just he's he's, per, he's perfect on the mic. And and Tom Kim waited for him after the tournament was over to say congratulations Jeez. to him. I love these two guys. The two and guys are the best. Chick Fil A is pretty trash. I mean, it's it, it like gets the job done, but like it's not. A, I wouldn't call it a fried chicken sandwich. See, that was my next question because I wanted to talk to you about this. Between are you a if you just had the choice between chick if next door there was a Chick Fil A and a Popeyes, are you going to Popeyes or Chick Fil A? 100, 102 times out of hundred, Popeyes. Yeah, yeah, I think me too. I only don't go to I only go to Chick Fil A because in my area there isn't a Popeyes for me to go to. Yeah, we have a Chick-fil-A around the corner and I go there when I'm like, I need something fast. And I'm like, whatever, I'll just get this. And every time I get it, I'm like, wow, you just like it's ingrained in your mind that Chick-fil-A is this really awesome thing. And then you get it. It's just like a flat patty, you know, and it's just like the spicy is, is a hint of spice. You can't even taste the spice. And I think they I think put people put too much credit into their sauces like, oh, the Chick-fil-A is also unbelievable. It's, like, it's fine. You get yeah, a I think it's I think it's way too hyped up. Like I enjoy Chick Fil A. Like I think Chick Fil A is fine, but Popeyes but is on another. Also, Chick Fil A does help because it's like it's a smaller patty. Where like when you get a Popeyes, like you're you're like you're cashing in your chips of like I don't care about my body right now. I'm just gonna have the sandwich. When you you better you have to be borderline starving to eat at Popeyes. Yeah, because if you're not, you're gonna feel like a trash human being after. When you first open that chicken bag and it's like the sandwich, like the, the breast is this monster sized breast and like the little, the, the bread barely is on it. It's great, but you, you never feel good about yourself after eating it. Are you one of those psychos that takes the pickles off the fried no, chicken sandwich? God. Yeah. Those people are insane. My girlfriend's one of those people. Those people are insane. Lunatics. Lunatics. I don't want anything to do with them. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was a great weekend of golf. Rory looked fantastic pretty much the whole time. I was a little disappointed in John Rahm because he was right there. Was he one back to start the final round? Yep. And he started hot, and then he was bad down the stretch. It was a little. I was. I wanted a little. I know they weren't playing in the same group, but I wanted a little back and forth between those two boys. And Rahm didn't didn't pull his share. Yeah, it had the makings for a Sunday like a fun Sunday finish there, and you know everything going on Sunday. There was baseball going on there's football i had golf going on and i was hoping for something you know exciting down the stretch and rory was just taking care of business he really did yeah down the yeah a couple bird he made what three birdie i don't know how much you watched it but on the back yeah. nine he at one point made three birdies in a row it was like a over 200 yard part three that he made a great putt and then he made a birdie from behind a tree that he had to pitch underneath it to run up onto the green and he hit a monster putt made an easy birdie on a par five uh, just cl- just close the door, and he he gave himself enough wiggle room that he was able to finish bogey bogey and still win, which is a huge plus, obviously. Here's something I want to talk to you about because you're you're good with the golf swing and everything. So, so no laying up tweeted the other day, the fastest ball speed Rory registered during 2020 season was 80 184.6 miles per hour. He's now averaging 185.8. That's 7.56 miles per hour faster than his 2020 average. Wild to find that much more power in a 510 160-pound frame. So my question to you. That's me. I'm 5'10", 160 pounds. How the hell do you find uh, seven and a half miles per hour uh, faster ball speed in that body frame? It, it, I think, I know this is really cliche. It, he works out a lot. So what, he's, what, he's always in the gym and it helps to in his lower body. I mean, have you seen Rory in person? You've watched Rory in person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For his size, he's got a, a pretty stable lower body. Mm-hmm. Like he's, I don't want to call him thick, 
but he's got a lower, he's got a very strong lower body. Yeah. But I also think it's, he played a he's got draw. Nice butt too. He's got, yeah, he's, butt. He's, he's got a honk. Um, yeah. His whole career, he played a draw pretty much. Obviously a lot of people know that he's known for a high draw. Um, but sometimes when the hot, when you hit a draw, it can overdraw, it can get into hook and get stuck behind you. Some, so sometimes you can kind of fall down the hole of guiding it a little bit, which takes off some speed. He's gone to a cut over the last couple, uh, over the last like year, which I love because when you really dial in a cut, you can just hammer it mm-hmm. because you know, it's not going to go left. And I think that it's brought a little bit of freedom to his swing and now he can just pound it, which I love. I love, I play a cut too. And I think it's a lot more controllable. So when you so can he, just hammer away. So he builds his speed from the ground up is what you're saying. Hundred. Well, you, have you ever seen like a slow-mo vo- uh, video of his swing his, with yes. driver? Yeah. The fir- when he gets to the top, that first move, he almost like squats into the ground and then yeah. he can almost just jumps into the golf ball. Yeah. Very jealous of that move. That's just power. And it's, it's crazy. Like when you watch the tailor-made videos, when all of them are like those media day videos and they're doing like mm-hmm. long drive contests, it's crazy to see like DJ, he's six, four or whatever. Roy out drives him about 10 yards, six inches shorter, probably 50 pounds lighter. And he's just dogging all over those guys in those videos. Yeah, I turned it on Friday and he was there. It was like right when he's hitting a tee shot in one of those holes where they measure off, you know, the yardage. They have a thing on the fairway. And he hit this drive, like carried these trees and like landed at like 325 and it just rolled out forever. And like they showed a swing and it was just effortless. Yeah, I was just going to say the most obnoxious part about it is (laughs) it doesn't even look like he's really trying to swing that hard. Yeah. It's crazy. He just hits the middle of the club face every single time. Doesn't every make any time. Sense. I wish I start doing some squats or something. I gotta start doing something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'm the same exact size, although I do not work out. I do not go. I can't remember the last time I was in the gym, so that would probably help. But yeah, it's crazy. When was that? I wish gym. Did you have a gym membership anywhere? No, I never had a gym membership. The last time I was in the gym, <laughs> I worked out a decent amount in college. And then we had to work out a lot during like high school basketball, but like it's been, yeah, five years since I've been in a gym. Probably, wow. I'm more of a I'll run every once in a while. Des- what describe uh, every once in a while? <laughs> what was the last time I ran? <laughs> Two months ago. <laughs> right, every once in a while. Every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? It's really nice out. I'll go for a couple miles, and then that's it for like a month. Yeah, running was always a punishment in all the sports I played. So, like, I never found the joy of just going out to run. Oh, I ran, I ran uh, cross country and track in middle school. Oh, God. We used to watch cross country kids while we were playing like soccer. And I'm like, why would they do that? I did it. I did it for basketball just to like condition. So, when everybody, those first like month during basketball before games, when it was like all conditioning, I didn't, I had to do it, but it was easy because I ran cross country. Yeah, I always sucked at conditioning. I I played soccer freshman year of college, and they sent us a um, they sent us home a package for the summer. It's like a, tra- a conditioning package to, to do, and you had to do like check it off like four times a week. And I think I checked it off once. I did it once. And I was like, nah, this isn't for me. <laughs> I showed up <laughs> the first two weeks. I was just in pain every day. It was brutal. Did you ever do track or field? No, I feel like no. you could have been like a because no. you're I like a tall t- you're like a tall guy. You could have done like javelin or shot put or something. Yeah. I always took the spring off and just hung out, played hoops I, after school. It sounds ridiculous because I'm only 5'10". I was a high jumper in high school. Really? 
Mm-hmm. I would think high jumpers would just jump right over you. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. It sucked, but yeah, I was decent at it. I never won anything, but I always, I was, I made states my freshman year. I think. Ooh, look at you. As far as yeah, we're talking about a New Hampshire state, it's, yeah. so it's not like we're all talented up here. But did you ever have to go against Pinkerton Academy? Pinkerton Academy. They're in like Londonderry. That ring, the name of it sounds very familiar, but I don't know. Maybe right. at some point. So what happened? What, what more golf we got? What's going on here? Oh, you know, I like Max Homa. Yeah. His, his tweet after the tournament. Yeah, yeah. About saying, about saying goodbye to golf for a little while. I, I read that and I'm like, man, what a lucky guy. He's like, I'll see you later at golf. I need to take a break. I'm tired. It's been great. I can't wait till I fall back in love. I come back to see you. Like what a life that must be. Like you get to go home to Arizona, you know, you're about to become a father. Even if you weren't about to become a father, it's like you get to go home, relax. And then after a while, you're like, oh yeah, let's go back to being a professional golfer, making millions of dollars traveling the world. My, my thing about that is it's very funny because if we took like two months away from golf, we come back, we are terrible yeah. and we have to work for six months just to get back to the place we were before we stopped. Those guys pick up a club and within an hour, they're just back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just. Good for him. He's going to go become a dad. He's going to take some time away. He's had a, an amazing year. And I can't, uh, he's the one guy I can't wait to see what he does this, this coming year. What is he, what is he ranked in the world right now? Is he top 10 yet or is he still in the um, teens? I think he's I can, still in the teens. I can look it up right now. He's got to be getting close to top 10 because he's won a good amount in the last two years. And that usually gets you pretty damn close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's so nice to see Rory back at the top of that list. Um, I'm on, I'm on their website right now. Uh, Max is 18th. All right. It, so this this doesn't make much sense to me. Max is 18th. Cam Young is 17, and he's never won. So is it? Do you think the majors finishes are just that much more in the official World Golf rankings than everything else? Yeah, just he's finished higher, more more events that have higher points. Yeah, that is a wild one. I would never, I would have never guessed that. Like Tom Kim is in front of him too. Yeah, that's wild. So is Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel wins once every like. Billy three Horschel, years. wow, yeah, he is ahead of him. So that's very surprising. It must be the because Max does not play very well in the majors, and that has to be what it comes down to. Yeah. Cam Smith, number three. Remember Cam Smith? Remember Cam Smith? I wonder how far he'll drop off. Although I don't know if he if he's if he plays the majors next year, he should be able to kind of keep it in there. But you got to think he's got to come plummeting down just like everybody else. Like where's DJ? Thirtieth. Yikes. Yeah. Kokrak, forty fourth. Shout out Kokrak. Shout out. That's your boy right there. Yeah. <laughs> You'll always have that day at Bay Hill. I know. I hope to get a second day in Bay Hill. I'd love to do that again this year. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. What's uh, what else is going on on the golf front this week? Let me tell you one thing. I don't know how much we're going to talk about the Bermuda. I only have two guys that I kind of like this week. Boy, oh boy, is that when Denny McCarthy is the betting favorite? I'm I'm probably not going to turn on the TV. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, and no offense like, to Denny McCarthy. I love Denny McCarthy. I bet on him all the time. But dude, you it, plus fifteen hundred for Denny McCarthy to win a golf tournament is a is a joke. Yeah, this is this is one of those tournaments where if you're betting on it, like you got some you got some things going on in your life. I think so too. And it's one of those things where I'm, I'll probably bet on it just because that's what I do, but I will not turn the TV on once. 
Like there's guys in this, uh, I'm reading like the PGA tours, top 10 guys or whoever, uh, Robbie Shelton. I don't yep. really know him. I don't know who that is. Uh, do you know who Adrian Moronk is? No. Yeah. He's like the second, he's second behind Danny McCarthy betting favorite. I honestly, honest to God, I do not know who that is. And that just might be me. Maybe I'm stupid and I don't know. Maybe he's really good, but I don't know who that is. Eighth in the DP world tour ranking with a win early in July. Wow. Oh, so he's a top 10 in DP World Tour. Okay. Yeah, he's got four podiums in the last seven events, seven months. Oh. But it's just like names that don't jump out. We watch golf all the time. Like Justin Lower is number third. Uh, Who, uh, he was the 54-hole leader recently. He cashed nine times. Uh, What tournament? Was that the Shriners? He was winning the Shriners after after Saturday. Yeah. Ended up T4, I think. Whatever that, whatever his T4 week was. I only know that because he's one of the guys I like this week. Mm-hmm. This is one of those events like I probably won't watch a lot of, but I will if it, if I'm not if I'm not too, too tuned into football on Sunday, I'll turn it on because I like to see if there's young guys who can have career like changing weeks. Hundred percent. That's always fun to watch, especially if it's like you know one stroke lead going into eighteen. I like to watch the nerves of it. The golf course is also beautiful. It's like on the ocean in Bermuda. It's crazy. Yeah, this is the one they had. Oh, like, no, Ber- the last year, year they had ever they had all the problems getting people down there to play in it, and uh, then there was like night, like the winds were out of control, the rain. I think that yeah, well, Lucas Herbert won last year. I'm pretty, if I remember correctly. Man, Lucas Herbert. He's not even. He's not. He's the defending champion. He is not in the field. He's not playing in it, which is very rare. I don't know how often you see that unless no. it's the PGA Championship. Man, Lucas Herbert, <laughs> Philly Mickelson, baby. Philly, Philly, Philly. Yeah. Speaking of Phil, the Live uh, Team Championship is this week. Are you gonna Are you gonna tune in? Uh, Adam Woodard for a golf week is headed down there tomorrow. Man, there's been a lot of chatter going on about this. Very excited about like, the Team Championship. Yeah, I've been watching all the different live froms for the last couple of days. Like, just getting ready for this thing. Like, well, who's gonna, you know. Mm-hmm. Team Torque finished this season off with a victory. The four aces. Can they keep their dynasty going? Can you name another team? Punch. Oh, okay. I think you just I have was- to start saying adjectives <laughs> and verbs. Thrust. Kick. It's brutal. How do you uh, wait? I never asked. How'd you play in the scramble? Great. I'm all Did back. You- yeah, I had a I had a natural uh, eagle for our team. Whoa! Yep, I had a natural birdie for our team. Um, no thoughts. Last week I walked nine holes on Wednesday and Thursday, uh, and played perfectly. Like thoughts, all thoughts of Shanks are out out the door. Can I get your opinion on something? Yeah. Do you like Do you like walking and playing golf? I do. Yeah. Walking nine holes is my favorite thing to do in the world. It's great. I have a I have a push cart. I'm team push cart. Are you? Yep. I respect. I am too. And a lot of people make fun of you for that. But like, if I don't have to carry my bag, I'm not going to carry my bag. Yeah, I just push it. It's nice. It's a one of those. Uh, it's a click gear. It's it's an easy roll. Is it three uh, wheels? Yeah, three wheels. Love that. Folds up and folds up real quick and easy. Uh, I got a little uh, clip on speaker that I throw in my bag. Listen to some music. It's uh, it, and like. Last Wednesday, I played the front line of my course. I think I saw one other person. They were like four holes away. Like So it's no, no one out there just chipping and putting. It's like cool out down here, so it's easy to walk out down here. 
And then Thursday, I was walking up to the first hole. And this kid was walking to the 10th tee. And he's like, hey, do you want to play? I'm walking, too. Want to play the back nine with me? I said, yeah, I'll play the back nine with you. And uh, striped it all nine holes. Damn. You know, felt great. Just that one. Le- what's the what's the move that you're doing? Just keep the sh- front shoulder in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Love Don't that. let that get away. God, yeah. I, I, I wish I could uh, add to this by saying I've been playing a bunch of golf, too. I haven't been on a golf course in two months. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go walk nine today. It's perfect out today. Probably walk oh. nine tomorrow. Actually, what is it? Maybe I'll go to the range today. Is it nice out? It is pretty nice out, actually. I got home at uh, one o'clock last night from the Pats game, and just all my shades are closed because I just need a dark, dark place to live today. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's like that time of the year where it's like easy to walk and. Um, get off work go over there like four before you know the sun's gonna you know we're gonna set the clocks back soon but for right now it's like it's a perfect afternoon yeah up here it's already it's like pitch black by six o'clock so it's really you can't go play after work because it's like 45 minutes and then brutal it's, and then it's over but yeah though all i all thoughts of the shanks are gone which is incredible because you did that very quickly i mean you struggled for it for a little bit but i knew it was close damn good yeah uh yeah like our final hole the other day we were, our, we were playing teams and we were down by a by a hole and i had to drive bombed it down the middle eight iron into the wind to about 10 feet on a on a flag that was upper right with a hill right behind it took kind of a tough pin to reach and uh tapped in for par to win the hole for our team so oh, it's hell like yeah driver beautiful eight iron it's just things are back have you ever have you put into some thought about getting new clubs yes like fitted and do the whole process or are you just going to get new clubs I'll, I'll get fitted into the whole pro- If I'm going to get new clubs, I'm going to. I think I'm going to do the same thing. Maybe like next month, once we start getting really cold temperatures and we can't get outside anymore, I think I might go see somebody in like a fitting bay and go get actual clubs because I've always bought just like eBay clubs. I've never had actually oh, yeah. like brand new clubs before. Well, see, I, went, I got these, I have the Titleist AP1s from my 2012, now, I guess, somewhere around there. And uh, I got it fitted at like a golfsmith back when golfsmith was still around. And because I'm taller, so like I'm pretty sure Titleist has my specs in it. But are your yeah, shafts longer because you're taller, or your arms make up for it? Uh, I think it's uh, it was like one inch up, like one one degree up, like one inch. Oh, okay, maybe I think my shafts might be a little bit longer. Okay, that but, makes sense. Yeah, I'd like to find some good deals on some clubs too. Irons could be so good. Yeah, oh, irons are so friggin' uh, full set of irons is so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> And there's so much I want to do. It's like, do I want to spend a boatload of money on some new clubs or do I just want to, I could use these clubs forever and still hit the ball pretty well. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I don't know. I need to get new wedges really bad. I can't get any spin on anything because all my grooves are gone. Yeah. But what else is going on in your world over there, buddy? Not much, man, to be honest with you. Nothing too crazy. Just uh, Just playing some golf, watching some golf, football's on TV. I know it's such a it's a slow time of year. It's terrible. Yeah, it's nice though. I mean, we got like my Sundays are crazy <coughs> with the football stuff. Monday, yeah, because you work you work Sundays, right? So that's like a yeah, day, the football. It makes it it makes it more exciting. Like there's always stuff going on, so like always can, something to write about. Yeah, but I'm glad that my mentals are better on the golf course because that was a long two months of just like freaking out of every shot. I know. I'm looking forward to uh, playing. I'm coming. Did I tell you I'm coming? Uh, I think we're going down to Florida in, I want to say the second week of December. Hmm. 
I'm pretty sure. Are you going to uh, Orlando or are you coming to Jack's? I think it's Orlando, but I'm not 100% positive because it's nice to be playing golf. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be I'm going to be in Jacksonville on Thanksgiving. But Ooh. I don't I think I'm only in for Thanksgiving. Or what else the hell I would you say on Thanksgiving? Well, Megan's family lives in um, Titusville, Florida. That's not a place. Over near Titusville. Uh, <laughs> it's where um NASA is. NASA's in Titusville? Yeah, she lives like um her dad build builds satellites. No. That's what they all do over there. Everyone in that town like works at NASA. That's what they do. Well. But her family lives in Jacksonville, so we're going to Jacksonville. Okay. Mm-hmm. Build satellites. Isn't that I'm not dude. Can you imagine being smart enough to build a satellite? No. I feel like YouTube, like everything I do. I'm, like, I'm barely, I, I need a, I had to download a program on my computer so I could write without errors. <laughs> He's out there with his, with his uh, compass and maybe a, uh, some, some hammer and then some nails and building satellites. Do you think they build uh, satellites with hammers and nails? I don't know anything to be honest. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Just out there. Tink, 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 tink. All right. Send this one up. It's ready to go. Yeah, it's ready to go. Put it on up there. God, we got to talk to Lusk. And last time Lusk was out here, or you guys get we're, uh, down here for the uh, that golf show in Orlando. He and uh, Tim, they came out. We played this ocean course about an hour south of me. It was great. Oh, for the uh, PGA show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess the PGA show is back to being its full thing this year. So that'll be a way big. Like, remember last year, like no one went. Yeah, it was, it was like awful. brands wise. Tylist didn't go. Taylor May didn't go. It was, it was empty. But I guess this year they're getting back to. Uh, Dude, last night at the Patriots game, mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom and it was one of those quick, like it was uh, one of those quick timeouts. So I had to rush to get back. And there was like the misty in the stadium that you saw. Mm-hmm. The, obviously, Gillette <laughs> is just concrete in there. Dude, I yeah. came back from the bathroom and fell directly on my face because I was like jogging back. Dude, I cut Jesus. up. I cut up everything. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Actually, I'm in very, I'm like limping around my apartment. God, you got a big old bruise on my hip. My best bathroom story at an event. I was at the Radiohead concert in Los, Los Angeles. I had really good seats. And how many very- before you before you do this, how many concerts do you think you, you when we were in uh, Louisiana, you yeah. you spurted off at least 100? Yeah, I've been to like I've been to 38 Pearl Jam concerts, maybe 40. Just Pearl like, Jam. So you got to yeah. be you got to be getting close to you've been to a hundred concerts. In oh yeah, easily. That's crazy. I've been yeah. to maybe three. Jesus. And they're all in sync concerts, weren't they? You said. Mm-hmm. In beats. Uh, so I'm running out of. I'm at, at intermission. I run to the bathroom and I run into Dave Grohl. You know the singer from the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. I literally ran into him full speed. Like we we're both. He was running out of the bathroom. I was running in trying to beat like get, beat the uh, intermission. I. Run into full speed. I go, I'm really sorry. I go, holy shit, you're Dave Grohl. He goes, yeah, I'm like, oh, we're really sorry. All right. <laughs> go to the bathroom. I ran into Dave Grohl. Jesus. I actually, the first time I ever went to a professional <laughs> golf tournament, it was the Travelers. This is probably four or five years ago. And within 10 minutes of being at the tournament, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And Jordan Speeth almost ran me over. Damn. He's like, buddy, you're in the way. I think he had to go to the bathroom or something, but I was, you know how they rope <laughs> off the walkways for some yeah. reason. Somehow I got caught in between where they rope it up and I was just in the middle and I turned around and it's Jordan Speed and, he's got, and he goes, buddy, I need to go to the bathroom. I'm like, my bad. Buddy. Buddy. You are in the way. Mm-hmm. 
Is there is there a uh, I don't know if you feel the same way. Being called buddy by somebody you don't know makes me feel very strange. Buddy makes me feel like lesser of a person. Like I call my friends buddy all the time, but saying buddy to a stranger is tough. Yeah, it's kind of fighting words a little bit. A li- right. And it's not. But for hey, some reason, easy, buddy. Call- yeah, yeah. That's weird to me. What's up, like, buddy? buddy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, buddy. Calm hey, down. Buddy. Hey, buddy. I don't like when people say my man. I feel like that's the most uh, uh, disingenuous, like trying to be like relative. Uh, when I when I worked at the country club in Tampa, boss was one boss. And I don't like be calling boss. Looks up, boss. Like, shut up. What's up, boss? I hate that. Or chief. Chief. Yeah. When someone says my man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My man. How you doing? Hey, what's up, my man? You don't like that one? See, I don't mind mine. That's fine with me. I don't like it. Mm. Not a fan. Well, I guess I can give some uh, two names for oh, yeah, the Bermuda. I, I honestly forgot that was happening. Um, yeah. Justin Lauer, the one that you said, 30 to 1. I like him. 17th here last year. He had a T4 earlier this season. And then um, S.H. Lee, rookie. Mm-hmm. He's been playing. He didn't play great at the CJ Cup. I think he borderline came in last in the 78-man field. Uh, but he's been playing really good golf. A couple top 20s already this year. T13 and T4, I believe. I'm not looking at my notes, but I wrote it this morning. Um, mm-hmm. They're both 30 to 1. I like those two guys. So if anybody's looking for a couple picks, those are my boys for this week, I think. Uh. Team Torque has Joaquin Neiman. Name one other player on Team Torque. All right. If you name one of these players, I'll give you a million dollars. You forget that I covered Liv. Um, don't look at don't look at anything on the internet. No, I'm not. I'm looking at my door because I'm I'm spacing out trying to think. Team Torque. Is that uh no, you're asking me this because the names have to be ridiculous. I have no idea. I was going to say Charles Schwartz, but I know that's not right. Not even close. <sighs> one, guy's no... last, one guy's last name is Morgan. Know his first name? Nope. Jediah? Nope. That's his name, Jediah Morgan. Jediah Morgan. Sounds like a knockoff to Captain Morgan. Right? You know how <laughs> Captain Morgan, they have like the knockoff ones, like Admiral Jackson or whatever it's called? That that sounds like one of those. Uh, one guy's name is, uh, last name is Vincent. Joseph. Scott. Shit. And another guy's last name is, I'm going to mispronounce this, Otagui. <sighs> nope. Adrian Otagui. How did Neiman get stuck with that team? <laughs> Uh, here's another team. I, the Ironheads, captained by your guy Kevin Na. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I, this is because I, I wrote something about Kevin Na, so I was looking at the Ironheads. Oh God, <laughs> is Kokrak on that team? He is not. Shit, then I don't know. That was going to be my only guess. Saddam S A D O M is the first name. Last name is isn't that Saddam? Saddam Kwankajana Kwankajana. Pachara Kongwatamaya? Mai? Mai? Nope. And Sawan Kim. How many people do you think are going to... That's crazy. Is that like in your favorites? That looks like a photo. Is that a screenshot that you took so you can keep up? It's on Twitter. I just looked at Twitter real quick and there's the Caddy Network. I was tweeting about it. If you could join one of the live golf teams, who would it be? Oh, Jesus. Um, Yeah, I don't know. How many... many 
How many? I people saw like you-, you know that group, the kid that like that like internet group of like content creators or like um, that country club, whatever they're called, like the uh, unnamed country club, or if there's some like they try to be like these. Like Liv has hired these guys basically to be like. Oh, the they were guys. at. I don't know. I know exactly who you're talking about because I sat next to him in the media center at Live Boston. I know exactly. Yes. I don't. <laughs> there are douchebags. I don't so- know. I don't know what they're called. They had a, a pro live video on Instagram reels. I saw yesterday where they're like, so they're like trying to set the scene of like how cool, how much cooler live golf is and how much younger it is. And like, yeah. one of them was like, they let the golfers have fun. And they show a guy like Joaquin Neiman walking up with his shirt untucked. Like, see, like, see how cool it is here. Their shirts are untucked. I'm like, Oh wow. That's amazing. What else they have? And like they have drink carts going around and like, there's a drink cart, you know, it's like, I'm like, okay. And they're like, um oh and they have food here they like it was like the most lame I'm like have you ever been to any golf tournament it's what every golf tournament's like no that well that's what i told you at when i was um i don't know we probably talked about this after i went to boston but that's that's exactly what it is <laughs> that's what i watched the whole thing I'm like do you losers know what you're talking about it's just it's the same thing like oh man they look at that. They get to wear shorts. Like, wow, they get to wear shorts. It's unbelievable. What's that like? KH Lee played the CJ Cup on Sunday in the final group with his shirt untucked. The guy, the guy hasn't found a shirt that fits his body. But like everything they're trying, like, oh, here are these drink carts going around. Like, wow, there's never any drink carts at tournaments. Yeah. Could you imagine if you could buy alcohol at a PGA Tour event? I was at the insane. Players Championship last year. They had seven different areas where it was like all you could drink booze and partying. Yeah. At the Players Championship, this was like some fucking podium tournament, the biggest event on the PJ Tour. People go to the people go to the players like just to party. They don't even watch any of the golf. Correct. I was watching that Instagram yesterday. Just going, what is what's wrong with these people? Only if we could be like them, buddy. Yeah, they're probably getting paid fucking dude. Could you imagine how much how much money those guys are making? Because that's kind of what live is kind of what they're doing. They're trying to they're scraping up like. Not the big social media contenters, content creators in golf, but like the next level down to like represent yeah. them. And it's tough. There's a guy called Mr. Short Game on YouTube. Can I tell you about this guy? Because <laughs> yes. I he was also at Live Boston. And yeah. I don't know if he will ever listen to this. The biggest douchebag I've ever met in my entire life. That guy <laughs> stinks. He, he walked around the media center and he was like introducing himself to everybody. Like, we give a shit who you are. Yeah. And he introduced himself to me as Mr. He was like, oh, I'm, I'm Mr. Short Game on YouTube. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care, dude. Hey, what's up, man? I'm get bucket 69 on YouTube. Yeah, like, I, I don't, don't care. We're all saying our <laughs> AOL aim fucking usernames. I don't care who you are, dude. He was the biggest douchebag of all. He like walked around like he was the biggest like YouTuber in the world. I used to watch some of his videos. They started doing like, you could tell he's in, in bed with Liv. They were sending him to like their, to their clubhouse. He's like, I'm at Trump national. And yeah, yeah. New Jersey's like, this is amazing. I'm like, all right, you fucking loser. Yeah. He's the worst. He is the worst. <laughs> That's funny. Sure. You brought him up. He was terrible. Yeah. They've got him. Yeah. They, they got all these like low level guys for like, remember Bryson DeChambeau. Is he still doing YouTube? I'm going to go on his channel. Let's see yeah, what he's recently done. Let's see if he uh, took on that five-year-old in a, in a scramble. See how many, how low I can go on nine holes. 
All right. Oh, I got nine birdies. Like, yeah, you're a professional golfer. Oh, stay tuned. Hit the smash subscribe. We'll see you next week. You think he would have more subscribers? I mean, he's got like 300,000, but I feel like that would be more. Um, How to swing a driver. My California home tour. Playing my home course with only a six iron. How low can I go? How I became a professional golfer. Jesus. It's bad. This guy stinks. What a terrible human being that guy is. I love how like the stuff where he tries to like be himself as the worst page views. My, my California home tour, 90K views. Meanwhile, playing with a six iron, 275,000 views. How I became a professional golfer, 94,000 views. A day on the course with Chris Pratt, 512,000 views. I, would, I want to meet all the people that are interested in watching somebody play a golf course with only a six iron. That's got to be rough. Like you're on, your, you're on your TV search and YouTube and you see that, you're like, I need to fucking watch this. Yeah, I wonder what those pro can shoot with like a pro too. Like I might watch like an amateur. Correct. Like I would watch you try to do that because I saw you try to uh, what it was a flop of four iron from a bunker in New Orleans. And you maybe took 15 tries to get out of that thing. Yeah. At one point you did. At one point you didn't stop swinging. You just continuously just (laughs) swung every time the ball came back into the bunker. It was awesome. Yeah. And I got it out. But like, yeah, like watching a pro pro golfer. Hit a six iron on a course like it's not it's not it's nothing crazy i don't think people talk about his fall from grace enough no dude, dude won the u.s open two years ago and now he's making youtube videos there's a guy on, on uh instagram I, I liked i saw yesterday for the first time where he goes up to uh random guys on like a, like a muni he doesn't know their their uh, handicap or whatever and he goes up to him and challenges them to a hole of golf for like 100 bucks 200 bucks or whatever and so like one guy was like yeah i'll play yeah he's like all right i'm here i'm, I'm mike james this is so and so we're gonna play for a hundred dollars and the guy's like yeah give me your money and then he watched the guy hit a good drive he watched the guy the challenger hit a, hit, a, hit a shot up under the green and then for like 12 feet he hits it like 12, 10 feet past and ends up bogeying the hole and doesn't win the hundred yikes yikes <laughs> There's just a lot of like I that, like that guy's page. I started like watching all of them. And be like, oh, he's gonna challenge this guy. It's gonna and like all of a sudden, an hour of my life had gone away. And I'm like, what am I doing here? And well, those are kind of funny. Yeah, is the guy is the guy any good? Yeah, I mean, he's like uh, he's fine. I think he's probably like you know five handicap maybe. Oh, okay. Third. But like he doesn't know, and it's fun to see like guys are like yeah, I'll play you, and like all of a sudden like they're uh, like there's pressure on them. You know. Dude, not even just the pressure. It's the camera. We've prayed for a camera. Mm-hmm. It took me a couple. It took me probably a hole or two to get used to swinging on camera. Yeah. So imagine if you're just by yourself, just like these guys are like practicing putting, whatever, on a muni, and some dude comes up to you and is like, hey, what's your name? You're like, I'm Riley. He's like, want to go play the first hole for a hundred bucks? And you're like, all right. Then all of a sudden, like he's standing. It's just you two guys on the golf course, right? There's no. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's just got his phone just and like, you're like, I don't know. This is kind of weird. 100%. It was weird when we did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you fucking bogey a hole and you don't get a hundred bucks. Like, oh, that's kind of weird. It's a tough look. Yeah. I got to figure out some sort of social golf video like that. Yeah. We got to do something like that. I know. I'm just, I'm just going through Twitter right now, hoping to see golf news and I got nothing. Nothing. Let's go get, let's go get lunch news. I'm down for that, dude. Not much yeah. to talk about today. No. 
I think do we know do we know for a fact if um if Tiger's playing in the PNC? We don't know. I saw we don't him. Know. He was trending on Twitter today, but it wasn't because that or it might have been yesterday. He was trending because they were talking about Rory. Like, oh, Ooh, is he playing in? I'm like, oh. oh, I got you. Yeah, I got nothing else. Actually, you know what? I'm just gonna share this ridiculous stack because golf digest tweeted yesterday. So win percentage since 2011 with when you're leading or co-leading after 54 holes, Rory's win percentage is 58%, which is pretty respectable, right? JT is 57. So when they're up there, they win more than they lose. Since 2011, when Tiger Woods is held or co-led after Saturday, he's won every single time. Jesus. Eight for eight. Although Rory's done it the most out of those three, 19. He's 19. He's 11 of 19. Bam. Crazy. All right, buddy. Well, we can get the fuck out of here because let's do it. There's just no golf to talk about. No, no. So, all right, everybody. Well, I know you're not probably going to watch a uh, Butterfield Bermuda Championship. My favorite name, if I'm Butterfield, my favorite name for a golf tournament, Butterfield Bermuda Championship. So, Butterfield. I'm assuming enjoy uh, football on Sunday. Hopefully, the pass figure out who the hell they're starting at quarterback, and we can beat the Jets, who are somehow five and two. Yeah, um, Zach Wilson throws like 100 yards a game in their fight. I don't understand it. I mean, have they have they scored more than 16 points in a game yet? I don't think so. Is their defense just that good? I haven't watched a single snap of Jets football. I have no idea. They'd be the Broncos. That's what the Broncos stink, though. With like their backup quarterback, and they already stink. But the Jets lost their star running back, but they just traded for James. James Robinson, Robinson from Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brees Hall was going off. Yeah. Torn ACL. A lot of injuries last week in the football. Yeah, I, I, yeah. JC Jackson, our old boy, he what dislocated his kneecap. He's out for the season too. Yeah, that sounds like it would kill. Oh, dislocating a kneecap. Oh God. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. No, thank Even you. just like when you can move your kneecap around a little bit when your oh, legs yeah. fully extended. Imagine like that getting out of place. Oh. Yeah, I'm good with that. I don't need that oh. in my life. All right, folks. Well, we will. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday to talk about. I I wish I could tell you. I life, have no idea. Golf, life, life golf. in general. Live, well, laugh, golf. All right, folks. See ya. See ya. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... Uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.